Welcome to Off the Pages. I'm Eric. This is just a test recording, right? Oh shit, this is a test recording. No, is- <laughs> no, Sharon. Ah. <laughs> we'll just delete this part. Uh, okay. What do you want to talk about today? Um, I don't know. It's um. Ooh, let's talk about the madness with this whole Digimon and Pokemon card collecting. Okay, it's not a. It, 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 the Pokemon is a madness, not a Digimon. Okay, don't, okay. Don't rock on Digimon. This, Digimon is a official tournament that's happening right now it is a growing and expanding card game okay pokemon is wilding out here yeah why are the cards going for so much well it in my opinion in like me being part of it is like not part of the problem but part of like the collecting and stuff is a lot of nostalgia a lot of like wants and people originally didn't know how to use their stimmy money mm. and they're like yo i could i could drop a stack on a card i used to love when i was four <laughs> and that's what they did um logic was the ultimate stimmy because he's a multi-millionaire and he's like i could drop two hundred thousand on the most pristine rarest card to ever exist for pokemon mm. and then people started growing from there wow that's dumb um <laughs> <laughs> like Grown men are really dropping people. all people. I'm gonna say men. It's mostly men. Grown men are dropping all this money on a children's card game. I can't. Say, I've been, I've been dropping money on children's card game. Yeah, but you're not dropping like a thousand, two thousand rent money on a card. Oh no, no, never on a single card. Um, uh, I I have bought boxes and cases before, mm. but that was like, so for Yu-Gi-Oh when I was like competing. Mm. I'll buy cases. Those like seven hundred dollars for like twelve boxes. So I got thousands and thousands of cards. Yeah, which is, I think is fair, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Pokemon hype train and the the resale market is actually scary. Mm. Um. While working at GameStop, I literally had people camp out in front of my store every day like an hour before we opened like yo you got that pokemon stuff and then once they bought it an hour later you saw it show up on ebay or something of course yeah <laughs> i had and i i hear all the what's it called um excuses yeah. oh it's, it's for my kids like i have a niece i have a nephew you know like uh, i don't even know this pokemon stuff can, can i open a pack well <laughs> i thought it was for your kids i had a guy come in literally say for your kids get a call like yeah i got the packs yeah i'll put on to the side we can do a stream later what the you're a fucking scalper shut up <laughs> like oh they got me tight. it's not like a drug deal yeah i got the package <laughs> it's slowly becoming that it's um it makes me wonder like are there any actual kids that are still interested in pokemon cards believe it or not there are so how are they are they getting the cards it is hindering that side like the competition side or the collecting side um there's a card shop called brooklyn strategist yeah in downtown brooklyn um they host like after school programs for kids mm-hmm. right from the school and they play a lot of pokemon right yeah and they're very strict like they have an honor code mm-hmm. if you're an adult you have to have a kid yeah with you to buy these cards like it can't be just a random kid in the street like oh i have a kid no it's like clearly yeah um like the parents and stuff and they help support kids to get into this game um any of the like the teenagers or young adults or the adults that are and they compete in this game 
they already know them. Or you can prove I'm a part because you have to have a Pokemon card, card. You have to have a, um, a sign-in ID. Like, I have a sign-in ID. Um, I used to play years ago. I don't play anymore. Yeah. I like the cards. I'll play, like, the video games, but I don't collect the cards. Yeah. Um, I'll play Yu-Gi-Oh! I'll play Digimon. I'll, like, dabble with magic here and there. But for the better part, Pokemon is something I've always reserved as a video game thing. Same. And I knew the I knew the card game existed, but I never got into that because I got into Yu-Gi-Oh. Same, like I, like in elementary school, I used to collect some of the cards for the artwork. Oh, so good! Artwork like, is so good. Like I even had like a Pokemon trainer manual, like from like Scholastic. Oh <laughs> my God, the book fairs! Yeah. That's, yo, shout out to anyone that remember the Scholastic book fairs. They need to bring those back. Roll up on my mom. Mom, I need fifteen dollars. Why? <laughs> for books. Like, no kids saying that these days. No kids is rolling up the parents for book money. Remember when you didn't have enough book money, so you just bought, like, a bookmark or something? Yeah. It felt so like, pitiful. I mean, so tight. Seeing everyone else I, with their, like, stash of, exactly, like, ten books yo. and colored pencils and all this other crap. And you just, I, like, there was, like, a cardboard bookmark. There was, there was this one time, and I remember it very vividly. I am 30 years old. I still remember this vividly when I was, like, nine. There was a book fair in elementary school. It was like right before the entrance of the gym and this girl named Stephanie she had three books three cool books two Animorph books one of the babysitter club books and something else right and I was like oh my gosh and I was like, you're like yeah they're eight dollars a piece I was like oh that's cool my mom gave me a five and then I thought <laughs> make it stretch she, and I and I thought because she rolled up the, the money she rolled up the five she gave it to me so I thought it was five and bills inside it was a receipt she oh, gave me no. the change from whatever she bought earlier that day. <laughs> and I had to buy two, like, pencil stuff, like, two cool pencils. And I bought a, a bookmark. I had no books to use it for. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm cool. I, don't, I got my books at home. And, like, <sighs> damn you, Stephanie. I know you live in the best life. You married. Happy. Congratulations. But, like, I wanted those books. But, yeah, like... I never really got into the collecting Pokemon cards thing. I was more interested in the game and anime. Definitely the anime. Watched it every day. Kids WB. Yep. Just Channel pulled 11. up. Mm-hmm. When did I stop watching? I think sometime after the Kyoto League. When did I stop watching Pokemon? See, my thing is like, I think, so I played Red and Blue religiously. Mm. My mom refused to get me gold right gold or silver because she was like you have the other pokemon game i was like ma it's not the same it's more of a she was like no so i would watch the anime like i could be playing the game and and it hurt me then silver came out right um not not silver gold i mean yeah no not diamond pearl platinum no it was crystal it was, they're uh, just naming all these Ruby, games Ruby. after like <laughs> gemstones and yes, minerals. Yes, original. Now it's letters and Pokemon Turquoise. <laughs> um, it was Ruby Sapphire Gen Three, Ruby and Sapphire, and Ruby and Sapphire came came out and after after Garnet came out. That's after Garnet. Yeah, Garnet never came out. Sure. Yeah, no, there's yeah, no yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, there's no Pokemon. Garnet is Ruby Sapphire. I could, if I had time, as in like catch me when i'm not talking about other stuff i can name all the pokemon games in chronological order uh-huh. don't test me on that um but when ruby and sapphire came out um my cousin gave me his copy 
And I think when I started playing the game again, uh, Ruby and Sapphire, that's when I stopped watching the anime. Because I was like, I got the game. I don't it's need like, I'm a Pokemon an- trainer for real exactly. now. Exactly. Fuck, fuck this ass shit. He ain't me. I have to live vicariously through a cartoon. <laughs> Um, which is sl- slowly becoming my life even more. Living vicariously, vicariously through a cartoon and anime. I'll be having so many like daydreams. Like, imagine if I was actual Pokemon Master. Or Beyblades actually did. Oh, <laughs> like, oh man. Could you imagine if the people start collecting Beyblade toys? They do. People still do. But they were going for the same price as like Pokemon cards. Oh no, far from, far from <laughs> that, far from that. I know um I have a really good friend uh Christian. He um him and I used to go to Beyblade tournaments mm. years ago. Sounds like a weebish thing to do. Oh, very weebish. He like on the scale of weebish, he has more action figures than me. I can believe that. Yeah. Um but love the guy. Um great times like playing at and those are the reasons for those competitions. Like those are reasons for those games to meet and grow in that community play play cards or play like like rip beyblades or whatever like do that and like have the community grow not for like freaking resale and especially it's weird me saying the adults being and an adult yeah it's like these adults are ruining it because that's what the fuck it is it's like you buy the cards and then what do you do it just sits in an album or a box or a safe or something until whenever until you they can make money um now this is not to go against any of the people that actually compete like i said i play Yu-Gi-Oh. i go to tournaments i play digimon i go to tournaments um and that's my fun like i enjoy that interaction there's a great community for both both people both communities have very toxic toxic people so that's in all communities yeah there's a lot of yeah um but that like that i feel is the true core of what it meant to be not for money or laundering or like oh i got this so i sell it like i buy cards to get a plus yeah screw you because that can go to somebody that can use or actually cares for like look at the box what does it say for ages seven and up yo i'm up (laughs) i'm up i don't this this is not helping your point because everyone's like yeah i'm up i'm up if you're under seven you don't need it so my kid at the age of five he don't need this shout out to the the parents that have kids under than five is there anything similar happening to uh Yu-Gi-Oh cards like this whole hype beast (gasps) card selling before pokemon well the the most expensive was it like egyptian god cards or something well the egyptian card cards when they were like first printed as like a promo type thing they were going like 50 to 100 dollars and then they shot up for a bit but tournament cards and like meta defining cards like while in like the game state they were always going for high i remember there's a card called dark arm dragon um when it first came out revolutionized and, and like changed the meta game because of how strong it was and it was going for like 300 to 600 dollars per card and that was back in like when did Dark Arm come out? 2008? But the people buying it, were they buying it for resale or were they buying it so they could use it for their decks? They were buying it for their decks. Um, they weren't really buying it for the resale or like, oh, I'm going to make a profit. Mm. Um, people that pulled it like, shit, I'm not playing this card, so let me sell it to make a profit. Yeah. But they weren't like, let me buy this product for that reason. Yeah. Um, but Dark Arm Dragon was so strong. Tier Zero deck, like, 
top of the meta. Um, but the highest selling trading card game to date, and I believe it's still true, is a Blue Eyes White Dragon hmm. for $3 million. Oh, wow. Like, that is what? Two, four, that's. Like the original Blue Eyes White Dragon design? Uh, yeah, kind of the original Blue Eyes White Dragon. It was from a. I think champion pack i forgot what which one was um, there's a settled was like, i know the first blue eyes came from the settled kaiba starter deck. deck yeah yeah that, oh, that's an iconic one um they rarely reprint that art at that yeah um because like they, a foil mm-hmm. one of those foil cards yeah so this one uh the blue eyes was like a secret a secret rare and it was like mint condition and it's like pristine and all that yeah, sold for about three million, um, which is sixteen times. What do you do with that? With, I have a three million dollar cardboard piece of paper you, with a cartoon dragon on it. You flex. You flex. You look at somebody and be like, "You see your, you see your mortgage. This card could buy out your house." You flex because there's nothing else to do. And then you rip it up like Settle Kaiba. I would. I. I would hate somebody. <laughs> I would actually. I would. I would actually hate them. Like I would. I. Sharon, my heart just dropped. Like <laughs> I would, I would actually hate that. Do you feel like Yugi's grandpa? Yeah, I'll be devastated just looking at it. Like, did, is this real life? <laughs> like, I would really be like, is this real life? I, I don't even know what to do. Like at all. Um, but yeah, in the card, in that card sense, card prices always have gone up and down there's always been expensive cards do you see it going down for pokemon anytime soon if i have to like give my honest opinion like soon is whenever no no (laughs) see i can't even like soon soon is like soon to you is different than soon to me right soon to me is like five years from now Oh, it'll, it'll be it'll be going down and back up again by then. Like a year, cards go down. Like if you look at the um the Charizard, it was a shiny G Max Rainbow Rare Charizard. Everyone was going through it from um, Hidden Face and not is it Hidden Face? Yeah, oh no, Champions Path. Uh, Champions Path. They were going in. The card was going for six hundred dollars. No one's buying that no more. The card dropped in price. So it's cheaper but expensive for a piece of cardboard yeah right um i was telling our producer yule um how i have a digimon card that i won in a tournament pack i won um first prize and i got two like tournament packs and has diaboramon from the promo right Mm -hmm. each card is about 90 to 100 dollars a piece Mm -hmm. now i need it for the deck now yeah but like if I didn't, I'll be like, oh, this this is two hundred dollars that I can just splash anywhere. Yeah. And it's that type of resale market that, and it's online. It's a lot of stuff online, like TCG Player, mm-hmm. um, eBay, uh, Amazon, anything that does like a resale like that. Yeah, they they ruin it because people are like, oh, what's your value for that? Yeah. And then that has to come from a person like, oh, I don't value this card high because I don't need it or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Eh. Oh, I could I can let go of it for like ten dollars, mm-hmm. but let someone online was like ten dollars. That's a steal because you can use it for this deck and it's like eighty dollars. And then the person goes back, you know what? Nah, I, I want eighty dollars for this card now. Mm-hmm. When I'm okay giving it away. So they just created the hype out of nowhere. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
But what about you, Sharon? You have your Yu-Gi-Oh cards still. Yeah. Um, I know you enjoy the game and like the art and the lore, especially like early season one, season zero stuff. Yeah. Um, how do you, as a non-consumer, like, how do you see this craze going? Uh, it's just that it looks crazy to me. Like, it's just a children's card game. Like, <laughs> like they said in Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge. Like, it's literally just a children's card game. It's made. For kids to have fun i keep them for nostalgic reasons of um, course i don't see myself selling any of the cards anytime soon uh i don't see i've sold cards many a times but like the cards i just want i don't ever see myself selling like yeah like i keep them for the art mm -hmm. um, especially like the egyptian themed cards because it reminds me of that season of Yu-Gi-Oh when they went back in time to learn uh, that, Atem's that everyone history. was black. Yeah, <laughs> they went back in time to become black. Black, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's for nostalgia. I like the artwork. Uh -huh. I'm not interested in the whole reselling craze. Now, do you know anyone like, like not you personally, but like, have you seen anyone on social media? do like streams or like someone that you're a friend like you were never into pokemon and now you want to be into pokemon has that ever, has that happened to you um not particularly okay, okay i know there's like people on youtube they have streams or they just buy these expensive pokemon cards and have packs. the open box thing yeah yeah um the only youtuber um that gets my like approval is leon hart He's been doing this for years. He um he was a lawyer. He quit his job and he was like, I wanna open Pokemon packs. But he did that. There's a market for that. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. And then he but he did this like I think he started like five, six years ago. Like he's been doing this. He has a whole community and he does streams and donations. Like, what do the comments look like on videos like that? Like, wow man, you really opened that pack. Yeah, it, it is. Some some of them are like um, a lot of a lot of it is positive for okay. the better part. Um, because he's he's like is the the um the heart squad because last name is Hart. Yeah. So the heart squad and he's like yo he gives back to um, Nami, mm -hmm. which is a nonprofit for like um, autistic and special needs um kids and stuff. He's like he donates a lot of money and a lot of stuff when he gets graded. He keeps for his collection because this is nostalgic to him. Yeah. And he loves, like, he loves, loves Pokemon. He he has fun and does all this stuff. But for the better part, he's been giving back. I've seen so many brand new Twitch streamers. Opening packs, raffles, you can win this card. Ha, ha, ha. Give me money and I'll potentially give you a pack. Yeah, that's crazy. No. Like, screw you guys. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, like... That's, that's me. That's how I feel about the Pokemon, like, card game craze. Yeah. Just um, go back to collecting baseball cards, you weirdos. Uh, all the baseball teams suck. Pretend they don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Sharon. You're amazing. The that cards was... are for the children. <laughs> they are. Yeah, no, the... And then Pokemon has always been, other than the manga, because the manga is wild as hell, highly recommended. Um, Pokemon Adventures are fire, but the anime is a hundred percent. And they said, 
steered to young children. Yeah. Like, we want... That's why Ash doesn't age. That's why they, he still has Pikachu for forever levels mm-hmm. is because it is a children's show and then so that's why it's the same storyline for 10 years and no one questions it because they're kids they're dumb they don't know any better exactly you say 10 years i was i was like hate when this shit came out like 20 yeah, plus tw- years oh like, yeah 20 yeah, actually 20 plus years yikes of pokemon and i appreciate it thank you pokemon you gave me amazing memories i love your games i have fun but <laughs> No, this is, <laughs> it's for kids. Like I get that. Like I, I play the games, but like I played Let's Go Eevee just for the nostalgia's sake. And it's adorable. It was mad fun. Yeah, cute as hell. You could dress up Eevee, dress up your Pikachu. You could ride on another Pokemon's back exactly. with Eevee on your back. <laughs> exactly. So stuff like that. That's what, that's what I feel where it's at. Yeah. Um, I like to end it this on a random fact. Mm-hmm. Uh. The Japanese name for Umbreon translates to Blackie. Sit with that. And wait, we'll wait, see wait, you wait, 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 wait. Like, comment, subscribe, um, whatever format this is gonna be on. Uh, follow and share within all your friends. Blackie? Are you kidding me? Yes. It. I, so me and back in 2019 me and christine went to japan and we went to the pokemon center and we were looking at the stuff right and i pick up oh look umbreon is like it shows the english name for like eevee flaring all that i pick up umbreon and it says blackie and i put the box back down <laughs> yo